0: So guys, I'm here making a quick video uh, so that you don't have to get through watching this uh, by yourself because it's painful. And no, before we even start, Dina Hinshaw did not say six weeks to flatten the curve. That's just my take on it. So we're going to be going through the recent chief medical health officer's recent release that... uh, we are not going to get rid of all the restrictions on august 16th anymore they're going to be held up until september 27th an additional six weeks is what we're going through now so get ready for that she's got to make sure she sanitizes her hands before we start, as I was watching this on Facebook Live, um, I noticed some comments about her bangs being fresh. No, that's not. This is, These are not the we're about to go into a lockdown bangs. The we're about to go into a lockdown bangs are usually cut right up to the crest of the forehead. So don't be worried about any restrictions coming in right now based on hair. That on <laughs> on September 26th through 25th, Look for the really short bangs cresting the forehead. That's how you know what's coming next, okay?
1: Good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming today.
0: <clears throat> the last. Hold on. Did I click share audio? I'm going to stop sharing and redo this really quick. And yes, this is going to all stay in the normal video because that's how I roll. So I'm doing it again, and there you go. I just want to make sure I don't have to re-record this whole thing again. She just said good afternoon and thank you for coming.
1: This time I stood in front of you, I shared with you the plan to shift towards a more sustainable approach to COVID-19 where we could use an enhanced version of the public health systems that manage other respiratory viruses to also manage COVID.
0: Okay, so the plan was to use the normal system in Alberta of handling respiratory respiratory issues and start treating it exactly the same as COVID.
1: At that time, I promised you that we would closely monitor COVID-19 for a two-week period and adapt as needed before the remaining changes came into effect on August 16th. Throughout COVID-19, I have been committed to following the data and evidence, and my team has been nimble, adjusting our recommendations.
0: Committed to following the evidence in Nimble. Okay. I mean, I. <laughs> as we listen to this, I can't help but comment, right?
1: ...as needed when the facts have supported it. <clears throat> Since I made my previous recommendations, I have been watching local and international data closely, and two items have emerged that have led me to recommend that we adjust our approach and defer the changes originally scheduled for August 16th. Here we go. First, current non-ICU hospitalizations in our province are trending somewhat higher than we anticipated. Our initial modeling showed that at this time, we would expect to have about 90 total cases in hospital. Compared to 140...
0: Oh, oh no. Hold on a second, guys. To the five minute mark again.
1: as needed when the facts have supported it. Since I made my previous recommendation showed that at this time we would... Ex-
0: Sorry guys, just a little hiccup on the, on, the, on the clicking there. I accidentally went back to the first start of the video there for a second.
1: expect to have about 90 total cases in hospital. Compared to 146 cases in hospital today, this is an increase...
0: So one thing I'd like to just deal with here, um, I would like to publicly apologize for getting anyone's hopes up because for the last couple weeks after getting the announcement about the August 16th date uh, I thought that um, that was actually going to happen and it was all a you know a a ploy to get the left riled up so that the uh, UCP in Alberta could point towards the crazy leftist overreaction and say, look, they're nuts and direct votes back to the UCP party for the next election. And so I thought that they were actually going to let us, um, have no restrictions for a while. Uh, I've changed my mind. It's not happening. September 27th is not going to happen. That's where I'm at now. So I'm sorry for getting anyone's hopes up. I thought I should just deal with that.
1: of 62% over our projections. To be clear, there is no issue with hospital capacity. Anyone who needs treatment will be able to get it, either for a COVID-related illness or for an unrelated issue. However, it is important to take some additional time to monitor the situation. Second, we are closely watching the emerging evidence from the United States about pediatric cases with the Delta variant.
0: It's weird how the Delta variant is spiking in places where people have gotten the shot, right? It's weird. It's weird. Of course, she's going to say the exact opposite of that. This is all a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Of course, we know that places like Israel are like at 90 some percent vaccinated uh, and and they're still having outbreaks there and people are still being hospitalized so that's not true but we're going to focus on florida she's going to make sure that you know that florida's having a really bad time right now
1: the experience in the u.s has been different from the information from the united kingdom which we use to inform our original decision in the uk the delta variant did not cause a different experience in children than previous COVID waves Children under 15 remained the lowest risk of severe outcomes from infection. In the U.S., unfortunately, hospitalizations in children have started to rise, most significantly in states with lower overall immunization rates.
0: See, so right there, if you aren't immunized, you are the reason why children are getting more sick. How is that possible? So. Children who can't even be vaccinated are being affected more adversely just because there's less vaccinated people around them. It's making them more sick. It's, it's wild.
1: It seems most likely that the reason for the difference between these two settings is the level of adult immunization, which is protective for children via reduced household and other community transmission. In the UK, almost 75% of adults have received two doses of vaccine, while in Florida, one of the states where high hospitalizations have been reported in children, only 60% of adults have been fully vaccinated. In Alberta, at just over 67% of the eligible population fully immunized, we are in the middle of these two.
0: So here comes the push. I just Something just popped in my head. This is how the UCP puts the war onto the unvaccinated. It's actually really smart. Now that I think about it, think about it. it yeah, yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really smart. Um, so basically, you have you have these people that are going to be like, we were so close. This is for the conservative base, obviously not the ndp base but for the ucp base the conservative base is going to be like we were so close that we were about to end restrictions but if we would have gotten i don't know maybe we would have gotten 85 vaccinated then then this wouldn't be happening and we could have been opened on august the 16th but it's your fault devin it's your fault everyone who's watching this video and agreeing with me yeah it is really smart actually
1: given this emerging evidence i want to further monitor these trends i do not share this information to cause alarm
0: to yes, date, we do. have not seen
1: a similar rise in severe cases in youth here in alberta since july 1st we have only had seven cases in hospital under the age of 18. however it is important to monitor our trends in a consistent way and to continue to require cases to isolate while we do so Based on these developing factors, I have recommended that we pause the next step in our transition for a period of six weeks until September 27th.
0: There you go. You guys, six weeks to flatten the curve. They're doing the same thing over and over again. And you thought. That getting a vaccine, getting the shot was going to help you. You thought that that was going to make it so that this never happened again. You thought that wearing a mask when you went gross for shopping or in your car by yourself was actually going to help and was going to stop this from ever happening again. There was never a hope of it not happening again, which really sucks. But I did think that there was a hope for a bit. Because I thought that there was a scam, right? I thought that it was going to be like political manipulation. Um, I didn't think it was because anyone in the UCP has changed their mind or lightened up uh, about uh, COVID restrictions. I just thought that it was a scam that was going to help make the left look bad. But here you go. Six weeks, guys. September 27th instead. Right in time for the start of October when the temperature drops and people start nat and, and it's darker longer so that people naturally what contract the flu more right it's never going away man we're going into another lockdown for for october that's what's happening
1: not only does this allow us to do further monitoring it also gives us more time to increase vaccination levels which is the number one most important thing adults and older children can do to protect themselves and younger children and others around them. If monitoring confirms our original expectations that arise in cases will not lead to high levels of hospitalizations, and we do not see evidence of increased risk for severe disease for children, we will proceed with implementing this next set of changes after September 27th. However, this means for the time being, provincial masking orders for transit, school buses, taxis, and ride shares remain in effect. Isolation will continue to be legally required for those with core COVID-19 symptoms and those who test positive for COVID-19. And symptomatic testing will continue to be available at assessment centers by self-referral. I want to be clear that it is still important for us to continue to work towards a sustainable approach to managing COVID-19 that considers the harms of interventions as well as the direct harms from COVID-19. This is why the changes related to contact tracing that came into effect July 29th remain in effect. We are not going backwards. We are pausing to monitor and assess before taking a next step forward. Having said that, I am sorry that the way that I have communicated about these changes and the rapid pace of them has caused distress. My team is working to summarize the evidence that has informed my belief that this is
0: so there you go. she has to apologize to how, how she presented the evidence to these people, the people that are angry about, about the evidence that COVID's not that bad and that it should just be treated like endemic. Now she's backpedaling is the ba- probably more to stoke up more dissension between people that disagree. I would imagine
1: best way forward for the health of Albertans and I am committed to both providing you with that evidence and listening to your perspectives. The other information I am here to share today is about plans for returning to school. I know that we all care deeply about our children and their safety and well-being and there are a variety of perspectives on how to best balance all the risks they face. With that in mind, the guidance we are releasing today considers the risks of COVID-19 as well as the risks of public health measures on children's overall health and well-being. It is important that we look at all factors that support physical, mental and emotional health to make sure that precautions are proportionate to overall risk level. It is in this broader context that our provincial guidance has been crafted. We know that the public health measures that were necessary last year to control COVID-19, including the temporary closure of schools to in-person learning.
0: Okay, so she does a really smooth transition to dealing with uh, schools, and I'm not gonna talk about that. Uh, Let's just deal with what we've got here. (laughs) So, guys, understand that we shouldn't be putting our hope in these government officials anyway. Right. Um, we shouldn't be doing that. They're never going to come through for us. She's never going to come through for us. Right. And so keeping it biblical, who's going to come through for us. It is only God who came in the flesh. Right. So something I've been going over as I just read through, um, just a verse that I'll bring up really quick Isaiah Isaiah 59:20 says a redeemer will come to Zion that is Israel and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob declares the Lord so think about that and to those who turn from transgression A redeemer is going to come to those who turn from transgression. Transgression is sin. It is idolatry. It is worshiping idols. It is worshiping the work of your hands and not instead God who made all things. Right? Instead of that. And so we must put our hope in that. If you have not put your hope in that, there is no hope for you. This is going to be utterly depressing for you. And you're going to fall back down into a funk. So guys, if you are not a believer, if you are just here to watch the political commentary, you must turn to Jesus today. Please, I'm not going to do the full gospel presentation at the end of every short video. But please understand that you must... Believe on Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, okay? And so that was just a really good example of God calling, telling people that they will turn from, those who believe on him will turn from their transgressions. They will repent of their sin is what I'm trying to say. So again, repentance, belief, same thing, right? So guys, what did Dina Hinshaw really say though? She just pushed it back. She just pushed it back and alleviated fears and is trying to placate both sides, which she know, we know they're not doing. They're just making everyone who's in the middle go, okay, I guess it's fine. And then they're making everyone else on the other side really, 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 like people that are on either side of the situation that are extreme in either way just hate all of them now. But I would say do not hate them. Pray for these people, pray that they would repent, turn to Jesus, right? And so, guys, this is, uh, this is probably going to be the end of this video. Maybe I'll do another one right after this about the homeschooling and release that another day. I don't know. But, guys, um, have a great day, and please don't let this discourage you.